What do a scatterbrained comic book character, a millionaire chief of detectives, a compassionate police captain, two mythical but noble man-beasts, a group of high school students in an affluent zip code, and a quartet of Pasadena geeks all have in common? Well, they're characters in American television shows whose titles begin with the letter B. In this episode of Tube Tunes, I explore seven very different but well-known TV series, each from a different decade spanning from the 1950s to the present. I will present a brief outline of each series, including their vital statistics, or their broadcast history, their casts, and of course I'll present their memorable theme music. Join me, won't you, as I begin this B-centric episode of Tube Tunes entitled, Please Be Mine. Anybody see my legs? Coming up next, Tube Tunes in Color. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. From Television City in Hollywood. Once upon a time in the project. What time is it? Let me get this straight. You want me to steal? And here he is, the one, the only... In this episode of Tube Tunes, the show I picked for the 1950s was Blondie. Blondie was one of my favorite comic strips. And this was television's first attempt to try and make a sitcom out of it. It ran on NBC from January 4th, 1957 till September 27th of the same year. There were only 26 half-hour black-and-white episodes produced in the one season. IMDb gives the rating of 7.3 out of 10 to this series. There was also a remake of Blondie done about 11 years later. In 1968 to 1969, CBS ran Blondie starring Patricia Hardy and Will Hutchins. In this one, which is based on the long-running comic strip by Chick Young, this series, like the movies of the 1940s and 50s, followed the adventures of Blondie Bumstead, a scatterbrained housewife who tries to cope with her inept but well-meaning husband, Dagwood, and their two children, Cookie and Alexander. Arthur Lake played Dagwood Bumstead. He lived from 1906 to 1987. He was also Dagwood Bumstead in the Blondie movies of the 1940s and 1950s. Pamela Britton played Blondie Bumstead. She lived from 1923 to 1974. 
She later was known as Mrs. Brown on My Favorite Martian from 1963 to 66. Florence Ames played J.C. Dithers. He lived from 1883 to 1961. He was also known as Inspector Richard Queen in The Adventures of Ellery Queen, which ran from 1950 to 1958. Anne Barnes played Cookie Bumstead. She lived from 1945 till 2005. Stuffy Singer played Alexander Bumstead. He was born November 24, 1941, still alive today at age 75. He also played Donnie Henderson in the TV series Beulah in 1952. Also in the cast were Harold Peary as Herb Woodley, the next-door neighbor, Lucienne Littlefield as Mr. Beasley, the mailman, Hollis Irving as Mrs. Woodley, and Elvia Allman as Cora Dithers. The theme song for Blondie was composed by Leon Klatskin for the Mutel Scoring Service. He was an American music arranger, composer, and conductor, and he also wrote the theme music to the classic series The Adventures of Superman. Now let's listen to the opening and closing theme music to Blondie from 1957, composed by Leon Klatskin, with dialogue by Arthur Lake. You may find the beginning of this theme a bit annoying. I do. Anyway, here it is. Of course, I've got some bonus themes for you. First of all, we're going to listen to the opening theme music to The Adventures of Superman, which ran from 1952 to 1958. The theme was also composed by Leon Klatskin. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, 
And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. And now, another exciting episode in the adventures of Superman. And now let's listen to the opening theme to the 1968 to 69 version of Blondie. This one was by Bernie Green and Al Broadax with words by Dennis Marks. And it was performed by Patricia Hardy and Will Hutchins, the stars of the show. Again, this is kind of annoying at the beginning, too. Blondie. Blondie, so soft, so bouncy. Blondie, so slight. Blondie, that super perfect wife. Dagwood, so great, so noble. Dagwood, my favorite bubble. Dagwood, my all-together life. And others that scream Oh, For the 1960s, I chose Burke's Law, or as it later became known, Amos Burke's Secret Agent. It was first a mystery series that ran on ABC September 20th, 1963 until August 31st, 1965. And then to capitalize on the spy craze that was going on on television at the time, that was kind of kicked off by The Man from UNCLE, the show changed its name on September 15th, 1965, and it became known as Amos Burke, Secret Agent, ran until January 12th, 1966. There were 81 total hour-long black-and-white episodes, 64 as Burke's Law, and 17 as Amos Burke, Secret Agent. So a total of three seasons for the show. IMDb gives the series a rating of 7.5 out of 10. There was also a 1994-1995 remake called Just Burke's Law, that also starred Gene Berry. And there was one spin-off series from the original show called Honey West. Produced by Aaron Spelling, exotic locales and lush surroundings were the hallmarks of this detective mystery series that followed the millionaire chief of detectives for the Los Angeles police force as he solves crimes, arriving at the scenes of the crime in his chauffeur-driven Rolls Royce most of the time. For the third season, as I said, the format was altered and the title changed to Amos Burke's Secret Agent. In this format, Amos Burke leaves the police force and becomes a spy for U.S. intelligence. It was a failed attempt to capitalize again on the spy craze that began with The Man from Uncle in 1964. The show starred Gene Barry as Captain Amos Burke. Barry was born 1919, died in 2009. He also appeared in the TV series Armis Brooks and Bat Masterson before this one, and then later on became a star of The Name of the Game and The Adventurer, and he was also in the 1953 movie War of the Worlds. Also in the cast, Gary Conway as Detective Tim Tilson from 1963 to 65. Conway was born February 4, 1936, and he played Captain Steve Barton in Land of the Giants from 1968 to 1970. 
Regis Toomey played Detective Les Hart from 1963 to 65. Toomey was born in 1898, died in 1991. He was a movie character actor. He appeared in the movies The Big Sleep, His Girl Friday, and Spellbound. Eileen O'Neill played Sergeant Gloria Ames from 63 to 65. She was born July 3, 1939, still alive. Carl Benton Reed played The Man from the 1965 to 1966 episodes. Reed was born in 1893, died in 1973. He was a noted stage and movie actor. And Michael Fox played Coroner George McLeod, and Leon Lontock played Henry. The theme for Burke's Law, and also for Amos Burke's Secret Agent, was composed by Herschel Burke Gilbert. Gilbert was born 1918, died in 2003, and you can hear more about him in the Rifleman segment of Season 2, Episode 1, Go West, Old Man, Adult Westerns of the 1950s, Part 2. We're now going to listen to the opening and closing theme music for Burke's Law that ran from 63 to 65, composed by Herschel Burke Gilbert. Let's listen to the 1965 to 1966 version of the theme when the show became known as Amos Burke's Secret Agent. The theme again was composed by Herschel Burke Gilbert. as Amos Burke, secret agent. Mm-hmm. 
And here's a bonus theme. As I said, there was one spin-off series for Burke's Law, and it was called Honey West, and it starred Anne Francis. It ran from 1965 to 66, and the theme was composed by Joseph Mullendore. Let's listen to the opening theme music to Honey West. And I've got another bonus theme. Here is the 1994 to 1995 opening theme music for the remake of Burke's Law. This one composed by John E. Davis. It's Burke's Law. After these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. I'm the hands of a cop. Look it up. You, Barney, you got the hands of a, of a law enforcement officer. Have you heard the words getting around about Barney Miller? Dad, that ain't just idle gossip, neither. I seen it. I seen it with my own eyes. Let me 50 bucks a payday, will you? Could you let me $3,500? People like you. People like Barney Miller. I'm just a show. Yes, I'm only a show. And I got as far as urban land. Well, now I'm stuck in a quo. And I sit here and wait while a few other shows discuss and debate whether they should let me be a podcast. I hope and pray that they know. But today I am still just a show. Listen to all those podcasters arguing. Is all that debate about you? Yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones. Most shows never get this far. I hope they decide a podcast at me favorably. Otherwise, I might be deleted. Deleted? Yeah, deleted file. Oh, it looks like I'm going to be played. Now I go to the listeners' headphones, and they listen to me. If they listen to you, what happens? Then I go to iTunes, and the whole thing starts all over again. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Remember, you can find all of Zerbinator Land shows right there at zerbinator.wordpress.com. Stop by there for all your podcasting needs. I'm just a show. Yes, I'm only a show. And if you find me, I'm at Zerbinator Land. Well, I am off on the web where I sit in my bed and I wait to be heard just like 
and I'll know Oh boy, I hope and I pray that they will listen to me today I remember a lot of shows in the 1970s, but one of my favorites was Barney Miller. Barney Miller was a situation comedy that began on ABC on January 23, 1975, and ran until September 9, 1982. There were 171 half-hour color episodes produced, including the pilot episode. The pilot actually aired on August 22, 1974 as The Life and Times of Captain Barney Miller. The series ran for eight seasons, and IMDb gives the series a rating of 8.1 out of 10. The show ranked 17th during its third season, a tie for 17th during its fourth season, it ranked in a tie for 15th place during its fifth season, and in a tie for 20th place during its sixth season. The show won three Emmys, including Outstanding Comedy Series, and there was one spin-off series called Fish, which ran from 1977 to 1978. The 12th precinct in New York City's Greenwich Village is the setting for this well-remembered and critically acclaimed comedy about the goings-on inside a police station. Comedy is derived from character-driven situations involving the motley police detectives, led by Captain Barney Miller, and also by the perpetrators and victims who move through the station. Initial episodes actually focused on both the work and home life of Captain Miller. Subsequent episodes were set primarily in the station house. Hal Linden played Captain Barney Miller. Linden was born March 20, 1931, and is still alive today, just celebrated his 86th birthday. He's also known for playing Alexander Black in Black's Magic and Jack Evans in Jack's Place. And he also played Fred Hansen in the series The Boys Are Back. Abe Vigoda played Detective Phil Fish. Vigoda was born 1921, died in 2016. In addition to this series and Fish, he also appeared in the series Santa Barbara and in the original 1972 movie The Godfather. Maxwell Gale played Detective Stan Wojo Wojohowicz. Gale was born April 5, 1943 and is still alive. He also later appeared in Whiz Kids, Normal Life, Sons and Daughters, Gary Unmarried, and Review. Ron Glass played Detective Ron Harris. He was born July 10, 1945, still alive. He later went on to play Felix Unger in The New Odd Couple, and he played Shepard Book in both the series Firefly and its movie sequel, Serenity. He also appeared in the series Amen, Rhythm and Blues, Mr. Rhodes, and Teen Angel. Steve Landisberg played Detective Sergeant Arthur Dietrich. Landisberg was born in 1936 and died in 2010. He later appeared on Conrad Bloom and Head Case. Jack Sue played Detective Sergeant Nick Yamana from 1975 to 1979. Sue was born in 1917 and died in 1979 during the run of the show. James Gregory, born 1911, died in 2002, played Inspector Frank Luger. Ron Carey, born in 1935, died in 2007, played Officer Carl Levitt. Gregory Sierra, played Detective Sergeant Chano Amanguel. 
The very iconic theme music for Barney Miller was composed by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson. Elliott was born in 1927, died in 2001. He was a prolific composer. He composed the themes both by himself and with his partner Ferguson, who was born in 1924 and died in 2010, to the series Pistols and Petticoats, Lots of Luck, Big Hawaii, AES Hudson Street, The New Dick Van Dyke Show, Charlie's Angels, Park Place, At Ease, and Night Court. We're going to listen to four different versions of the Barney Miller theme composed by Elliot and Ferguson. First, we'll listen to the opening and closing theme music used during the first season of the show, which ran from January 1975 till September of 1975. Here's the season one version of Barney Miller composed by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson. For the second season, the theme was changed slightly. We'll listen to the opening and closing theme music now to the second season of Barney Miller, composed by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson. theme was changed slightly again for the series third season. We'll now listen to the opening and closing theme music to the third season episodes of Barney Miller, composed by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson.
For the fourth season, the theme was changed once again, and this was the theme that was used until the series end in 1982. Let's listen to the opening and closing theme music to the season four through eight episodes of Barney Miller, composed by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson. I've got several bonus themes to listen to now. First, we'll listen to the opening and closing theme music to Fish, the spin-off series of Barney Miller that ran from 1977 to 1978. This theme was composed again by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson. We'll now listen to the opening theme music to Pistols and Petticoats, which was composed by Jack Elliott. The series ran from 1966 to 1967. Here's the legend about the Hanks in Pistols and Petticoats. Henrietta could fire a gun with one hand milk and a goat. And hit a coyote on the run in Pistols and Petticoats. 
Daddy Coats. The story goes that Grandma was best. Kept shooting buttons off a rustler's vest. Shooting buttons off a rustler's vest. Grandpa kept his gun in trim. Nobody messed around with him. Nobody messed around with him. Chasing bandits, the gun was fun from Frisco to Terre Haute. Every gun in the West would run from pistols and pistols. That's the legend about the Hanks, just the way she was wrote. They kept busy protecting banks and pistols and petty Well, now listen to the opening theme music to the new Dick Van Dyke show that was used for the first season of that series from 1971 to 72, composed by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson. We'll now listen to the opening theme music to Lots of Luck, which was composed by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson, along with producers Bill Persky and Sam Denoff. This series ran from 1973 to 74. I used to buy a pickle. It only used to cost a nickel. And a bus ride only used to cost a dime. Lots of luck. Them days can be forgotten. Lots of luck, lots of luck, lots of luck. Every day is getting tougher, and it keeps on getting rougher. A dollar isn't even worth the half a buck. So in order to survive, just to keep yourself alive, what you really need today is... Lots of luck. 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 Lots of luck! We'll now listen to the opening theme music to Charlie's Angels, composed by Jack Elliott and Alan Ferguson. This is the opening theme for the first season of Charlie's Angels from 1976 to 77. Once upon a time, there were three little girls who went to the police academy. each assigned very hazardous duties. But I took them away from all that, and now they work for me. My name is Charlie.
Finally, we'll listen now to the opening theme music to Night Court, which was composed solely by Jack Elliott. The series ran from 1984 to 1992. For the 1980s, we're going to take a look at the series Beauty and the Beast. The series ran on CBS September 25th, 1987 till August 4th, 1990. There were 56 color hour-long episodes produced over three seasons. And IMDb gives the series a rating of 7.1 out of 10. It ranked 49th during its first season, had dropped to 65th during its second season, and it had fallen all the way to 93rd place by its third season. There were just the three seasons. It did win six Emmy Awards, including two for Lee Holdridge, who wrote the theme music for the show. Loosely based on the classic fairy tale, this fantasy series follows the emotional relationship between Vincent, a mythical noble man-beast who lives in an underground utopian society of outcasts, and Catherine Chandler, an assistant district attorney in Manhattan. The show starred Ron Perlman as Vincent. Perlman was born April 30, 1950. He also appeared in the series The Legend of Prince Valiant and The Magnificent Seven, as well as Sons of Anarchy, Hand of God, and he was in all the Hellboy movies. Linda Hamilton played assistant DA Catherine Chandler. She was on the show from 87 to 89. She was born September 26, 1956, is best known for the TV series Secrets of Midland Heights, The Line, Chuck, Defiance, and of course, the Terminator movies. Roy Dotris played Jacob Father Wells. He was born May 26, 1923. He's a British actor, best known probably for playing Mozart's father in Amadeus. Jay Akovoni played Deputy DA Joe Maxwell. Akovoni was born August 20th, 1955, also appeared in the TV series Hollywood Beat, Stargate SG-1, and made many guest appearances. Armin Shimmerman played Pascal. He was born November 5th, 1949, still alive today. He played Quark in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Principal Snyder in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and he played Judge Brian Hooper in Boston Legal. Other stars on the show included Ren Woods as Edie from 87 to 89, David Greenlee as Mouse from 88 to 90, Ellen Gear as Mary from 1988 to 1990, and Rich Brinkley from 1988 to 1990 as William. The theme music for the show was composed, as I mentioned, by Lee Holdridge. Holdridge was born March 3, 1944. He's a Haitian-born composer. He also composed the music for many other series, including Sierra, Sarah, Gemini Man, Code R, Eight is Enough, Wizards and Warriors, The Mississippi, Moonlighting, Christine Cromwell, Over My Dead Body, My Life and Times, World of Discovery, and a 1981 miniseries called East of Eden. We're going to listen now to the opening theme music to Beauty and the Beast from 1987 to 1989, composed by Lee Holdridge. 
This is where the wealthy and the powerful rule. It is her world, a world apart from mine. Her name is Catherine. From the moment I saw her, she captured my heart with her beauty, her warmth, and her courage. I knew then, as I know now, she would change my life forever. He comes from a secret place far below the city streets, hiding his face from strangers, safe from hate and harm. He brought me there to save my life. And now, wherever I go, he is with me in spirit. For we have a bond stronger than friendship or love. And although we cannot be together, we will never, ever be apart. For the bonus themes, I chose four themes that were composed by Lee Holdridge. We're going to start off first with Gemini Man. Here is the opening theme music to Gemini Man from 1976, composed by Lee Holdridge with Mark Snow. Our second bonus theme is the theme to Code R. It ran in 1977, and we're going to listen to the opening theme now. Here's the opening theme to Code R, composed by Lee Holdridge.
For the third season of Eight is Enough in 1978, Lee Holdridge was brought in to write a new theme tune. He wrote the music with lyrics by Molly Ann Lakin, and it was performed by Grant Goodeve. Here's the opening theme music for Eight is Enough from 1978 to 81, again composed by Lee Holdridge. There's a magic in the early morning we found When the sunrise smiles on everything around It's a portrait of the happiness that we feel and always will Oh, it is enough to fill our lives Spend our days like bright and shiny new dimes If we're ever puzzled by the changing time There's a plate of homemade wishes on the kitchen windowsill And it is enough to fill our lives with love Finally, probably Holdridge's best theme music was the theme to Moonlighting, which ran from 85 to 89. The theme was composed by Holdridge, but Al Jarreau, who performed the theme, also wrote the lyrics to the tune. Let's listen now to the Moonlighting theme from 1985 to 88, composed by Lee Holdridge and Al Jarreau, and performed by Al Jarreau. these messages, Tube Tunes will be right back. This Wednesday, a tornado will hit Beverly Hills. Just tell me one thing. Do you like the dress? And her name is Valerie. She's the girl who's going to be staying in Brenda's room. Brenda's room. And Brandon and Kelly had a hot summer romance. I wish you weren't so sexy. But now Dylan's back in town. Whatever problem you got with her and me, get over it. This is the start of their most exciting year ever. 90210, Wednesday at 8 on Fox 5. Doug McCoy, and I like podcasts about the things that interest me. So what interests me? Movies from the 80s, anthology TV shows, and just a bunch of random junk like the Atari 2600, the Nintendo, comic books, and all that good stuff from my childhood. So if you are interested in the things I'm interested in, come to McCoyCast.wordpress.com or find the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher.
1990s. The show I chose for the 1990s was a very long-running one called Beverly Hills 90210. It was a drama series that ran on Fox from October 4, 1990 until May 17, 2000. There were 296 color hour-long episodes produced over 10 seasons. For season 1, the show ranked 88th place. For season 2, 48th place. For season 3, 42nd place. For season 4, 41st place. Then it started dropping off. For season 5, 46th place. For season 6, 53rd place. For season 7, 61st place. For season 8, 59th place. For season 9, 75th place. And for season 10, 82nd place. IMDb gives the series a rating of 6.2 out of 10. There was also a remake of Beverly Hills 90210 called simply 90210 that ran from 2008 to 2013. And there was also a spin-off series called Melrose Place that ran from 1992 to 1999. Melrose Place came back in 2009 to 2010 as a remake. Created by Darren Starr and produced by Aaron Spelling, this series centered on a group of high school students in an affluent zip code in Los Angeles. This was a very popular youth-oriented serial and it followed the students' lives as they go through high school and then on into college, coping with an endless laundry list of social and romantic problems. The show starred Jason Priestley as Brandon Walsh. Priestley was born August 28, 1969. He's also known for the series Sister Kate, True Calling, Love Monkey, Side Order of Life, Call Me Fitz, Haven, Raising Expectations, and Private Eyes. Shannon Doherty played Brenda Walsh from 1990 to 1994. She was born April 12, 1971, also appeared in Little House on the Prairie, Our House, and later on in Charmed, North Shore, and in the remake of Beverly Hills 90210. Luke Perry played Dylan McKay. Perry was born October 11, 1966, and he also appeared in the TV series Another World, Oz, Jeremiah, Windfall, John from Cincinnati, and Riverdale. Jenny Garth played Kelly Taylor. She was born April 3, 1972. She also appeared in the series A Brand New Life, The Street, What I Like About You, and Mystery Girls. She also appeared in the Beverly Hills 90210 remake in 2008. Tori Spelling played Donna Martin. Spelling was born May 16, 1973. She's the daughter of producer Aaron Spelling. She also appeared in the 2004 series The Help, Mystery Girls, and in the movie Showgirls. Also in the cast were Gabrielle Charteris, Ian Ziering, Brian Austin Green, Joe E. Tata, Tiffany Amber Theason, Carol Potter, James Eckhouse, Mark Damon Espinoza, Jamie Walters, Kathleen Robinson, Hilary Swank, Vincent Young, Vanessa Marcel, Lindsay Price, and Daniel Cosgrove. The opening theme music for Beverly Hills 90210 was composed by John E. Davis. He also composed the theme to Nightingales and also to the 1994-1995 version of Burke's Law, which we heard about earlier. We're going to listen to five different themes now. First, we'll listen to the opening theme used from 1990 to 1991, the series' first season. Here is Beverly Hills 90210, composed by Johnny Davis.
For the second season, there was more rock instrumentation used in the theme song, and we're going to listen to that now. Here's the 1991 to 1992 version of the theme for Beverly Hills 90210, composed by Johnny Davis. For the third season, the theme was changed yet again. It was using a slightly higher pitch and a faster tempo, and we're going to listen to the opening theme now for the 1992-1993 episodes of Beverly Hills 90210, composed by Johnny Davis. fourth season, again, the theme was changed slightly with a different guitar solo. We're going to listen now to season four's opening theme music to Beverly Hills 90210, used from 1993 to 1994 and composed by Johnny E. Davis.
The theme used for the 5th through the 10th seasons of Beverly Hills 90210 were all the same. It's a slightly abridged version of the theme that we heard earlier. We're going to listen also to the closing theme music, which was used pretty much the same throughout. Here's the 1994 to 2000 opening and closing theme music to Beverly Hills 90210, composed by John E. Davis. bonus themes, I've got three of them. First, we're going to listen to Melrose Place, which was the spinoff of Beverly Hills 90210. We're going to listen to the opening theme used from 1992 to 1993. That show's first season. And the theme was composed by Tim Truman.
We'll now listen to the opening theme music to the remake of Beverly Hills 90210, called simply 90210. We're going to listen to the second season theme for 90210. It's composed also by John E. Davis and is based on the earlier theme. Finally, we'll listen to the theme to Melrose Place, the remake that was made from 2009 to 2010. This theme was based on Tim Truman's earlier theme for the show, and it was composed by Danny Lux. Let's listen to the opening theme. The series I chose for the 2000s is another favorite of mine, mainly because it's got geek humor in it, which I very much appreciate. The show, of course, is The Big Bang Theory. It was a situation comedy. It actually is a situation comedy that's still running. It began on CBS September 24, 2007. So far, there have been 230 color half-hour episodes produced over 10 seasons, and it has been renewed for another two seasons. The show ranked 68th during its first season, 40th during its second, It had risen to 12th place for its third season, 13th place for its fourth season, 8th place for season 5, 3rd place for season 6. It had risen to 2nd place for seasons 7, 8, and 9, and we haven't gotten the numbers in for season 10 yet. The show has won 9 Emmys over its 10 years, 4 of them for star Jim Parsons. And there will be a spin-off series coming this fall called Young Sheldon. 
The show is about a young woman who moves into an apartment across the hall from two brilliant but socially awkward physicists and ends up showing them and their equally geeky friends how little they know of life outside the laboratory. This hilarious and incredibly popular sitcom is packed with nerd references and nods to computer and sci-fi pop culture. And as I mentioned, it has already been renewed for seasons 11 and 12. The show stars Jim Parsons as Dr. Sheldon Cooper. Parsons was born March 24, 1973. The only other series I have him down for is Judging Amy. Johnny Galecki plays Dr. Leonard Hofstadter. Galecki was born April 30th, 1975. Also appeared in the TV series American Dreamer, Billy, Roseanne, and in the movie National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Kaylee Cuoco plays Penny, later known as Penny Hofstetter. Cuoco was born November 30th, 1985. Previously appeared in the TV series Ladies' Man, Eight Simple Rules, and Charmed. Simon Helberg plays Howard Wallowitz. Helberg was born December 9th, 1980, and he previously appeared in the TV series Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Kunal Nayar plays Raj Kuthrapali. Nayar was born April 30th, 1981. He's done lots of voiceover work. Other stars on the show include Melissa Roche, born June 23, 1980, as Bernadette Rostenkowski from 2009 to the present. Mayim Bialik as Amy Farrah Fowler from 2010 to the present. She was born December 12, 1975, and she previously starred in the series Blossom. The theme music for The Big Bang Theory was composed and performed by the Bare Naked Ladies. It's a Canadian band that's composed of Jim Cregan, Kevin Hearn, Ed Robertson, and Tyler Stewart. Ed Robertson takes the writing credits on this particular theme. We're going to listen now to the opening and closing theme music, which has not changed throughout, for The Big Bang Theory, used since 2007. It was written and performed by the Bare Naked Ladies. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 billion years ago expansion started. Wait, the Earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery that all started with the Big Bang. Since the dawn of man is really not that long As every galaxy was formed in less time than it takes to sing this song A fraction of a second and the elements were made The bipeds stood up straight, the dinosaurs all met their fate They tried to leave but they were late and they all died They their asses off The oceans and Pangea See a wooden bar to be a set in motion by the same Big Bang It all started with a Big Bang Australopithecus would really have been sick of us debating how we're here, they're catching deer. We're catching viruses, religion, or astronomy, Deuteronomy. It all started with the Big Bang. Music and mythology, Einstein and astrology, it all started with the Big Bang. It all started with the Big For the 2010s, I chose, what else? Beauty and the Beast. Well, this is a different series from the earlier one I talked about. 
This one premiered on The CW on October 11, 2012, and ran for four seasons until September 15, 2016. There were 70 color hour-long episodes produced. For the first season, it ranked 138th place, and in the second season, it ranked 171st. I have no numbers after that. IMDb gives the series a rating of 7.2 out of 10. It's a remake of the original series, Beauty and the Beast, that ran from 1987 to 1990, and about which you heard earlier. However, it's quite different in one way. It's a departure from the premise of the 1987 series because it follows a beautiful detective who falls in love with an ex-soldier who goes into hiding from the same government agency that had turned him into a mechanically energized beast. In this series, Kristen Kruick played Catherine Chandler. Kruick was born December 30th, 1982. She's a Canadian actress and is probably best known for playing young Lois Lane in the TV series Smallville for 10 years. She also appeared in the TV series Edgemont and Chuck. Jay Ryan plays Vincent Keller. Ryan was born August 29, 1981. He's actually a New Zealand actor. Nina Lissandrello played Tessa Vargas. She's an actress-director. Austin Basis played J.T. Forbes. He was born September 14, 1976, and also appeared in the series Life Unexpected. Nicole Gale Anderson played Heather Chandler. She was born August 29, 1990, and also appeared in the TV series Jonas, Make It or Break It, and Ravenswood. And Sendhil Ramamurthy played Gabe Lowen from 2012 to 2014. The theme music for the TV series for the first season was composed by Claude Foisy. He was born in 1955. He also wrote the music for the TV series The 4400 and the movie White Noise. We're going to listen now to the opening and closing theme music to Beauty and the Beast, the 2012 to 2013 episodes, composed by Claude Foisy. Nine years ago, I witnessed my mother's murder. I would have been killed too if it hadn't been for Vincent. I was part of an experimental special forces group. Their goal was to create the perfect super soldier. They made us stronger, faster, better. But something went wrong. They gave orders to kill us all. Somehow I survived and have been in hiding ever since. Until a case brought me back to him, but also alerted the group that experimented on him. Now we're both in danger. And our best chance at survival is if we save each other. For the second season, the theme was changed and it was composed by Jim Gutridge and Sean Hossein. Hossein is best known probably for the music to Runaway Bride. The series kept this theme for two seasons. So here's the opening and closing theme music for the 2013 to 2015 episodes of Beauty and the Beast, composed by Jim Gutridge and Sean Hossein.
The theme was changed slightly for the final season, but it is the same one by Jim Gutridge and Sean Hossein. Here is the opening and closing theme music to Beauty and the Beast, the 2015 to 2016 episodes composed by Jim Gutridge and Sean Hossein. I want to thank you for listening to Tube Tunes. This episode of Tube Tunes was written, edited, and narrated by Mark Little. That's me. And it featured the following music provided by the Free Music Archive under the Creative Commons license. Jingle Time and Ladybird's Theme by David Seste, Text Strings by Dave Depper, Step On and Echoes by Jazar, and Crazy Glue instrumental version by Josh Woodward. Please be sure to tune in for the next episode of Tube Tunes, entitled You're in the Army Now, Part 1, in which I explore the theme music to some of our favorite military sitcoms, from You'll Never Get Rich, to Gomer Pyle USMC, to MASH, all the way up to the little-remembered The Army Show. It will be an episode of Tube Tunes that will certainly command your attention. Join me, won't you? Same bat time, same bat channel. I would first like to thank Zerbinator for his guidance and encouragement as I continue on this project. His podcasting expertise has been very valuable to me. I would urge all of my intrepid listeners to give any of his many podcasts a listen. They're a lot of fun. Just go to zerbinator.wordpress.com to find a list of his podcasts and to get started listening. Also, I can't forget to thank Zerbinator for composing the theme music that's heard at the beginning and end of Tube Tunes. It's a great theme. And you can find all of his other great music at zerbitron.bandcamp.com. Thanks, Burford. Finally, I would also like to give heartfelt thanks to my beautiful wife, Lizzie. She has put up with me and with this strange podcasting thing with the patience of a saint, and I could never fully repay her. But I will definitely try. Nudge, nudge, snap, snap, grin, grin, wink, wink, say no more. Tube Tunes is a proud member of the Throwback Network. You can listen to all of the great retro-themed podcasts on the network, including this one, by visiting throwbacknetwork.net. Episodes of Tube Tunes are found on iTunes. 
please take time to leave a review of TubeTunes on iTunes so that other listeners can easily find the podcast. You can also find TubeTunes on Stitcher and on Google Play. And you can listen to TubeTunes on your Roku device as well by going to the TuneIn app and typing TubeTunes in the search field. While you're at it, be sure to check out the TubeTunes website at TubeTunes.net. All of the episodes can be found there, including show notes and a list of upcoming episodes. And you can visit the TubeTunes blog page at TubeTunesPodcast.blogspot.com. You can subscribe to TubeTunes on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash TubeTunes. And you can follow TubeTunes on Twitter at TubeTunesPod. Finally, you can send Mark an email and let him know what you think about any episode of TubeTunes. You can even make suggestions for future episode topics. Or you can simply say hi. Just write to him, mark at TubeTunes.net. Thank you. Support for TubeTunes is provided by a grant from the Telesearch Group and by listeners like you. Thank you. This is station WABC-TV New York, Channel 7. WNBC now speaking TV for the entire staff in New York. On behalf of WNBC-TV, good night. TV in New York. Good morning. Good morning.